on the floor, now my jewelry box froze Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove, counted millions in a cold Bad bitch, booted swole, got her on bankroll Can't fold, that's a no, headshot, case closed What is up guys, it's Andy Priscilla And this is the show for the realists Say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness and delusions of modern society And welcome to motherfucking reality Guys, today we have a Q and a F uh, This is where I take three random questions that you submit uh, to what is it? Ask Andy at andyforsella.com. To ask Andy at andyforsella.com, and then I answer him. That's the show. Now, we do have a fee for the show, and its fee is very simple. Uh, share the show if you think it's good, okay? I'm not one of these people that runs ads down your face or uh, sends you uh, a million ads in the middle of the podcast. It's not what I do, okay? Uh, if I do good, if I contribute, if uh, you laugh, if it makes you think, if it gives you a new perspective, if it, if it taught you something new, uh, if you think it's a value, dude, share the show, okay? It's straight value exchange, very simple. If we do good, do us a solid. If we don't do good, don't feel obligated. Totally cool with that. So with that being said, uh, let's get into it. Yeah, we got three good ones for you, man. All right. Uh, so the fir- this first question, Andy, so what, it's a 75 hard question. What, what, what's the biggest mistake? That people tend to make while on seventy five hard, starting seventy five hard. What's the biggest mistake? That Trying people- seventy five hard. <laughs> Trying it. What do you mean? Seventy five hard is not something you try. Mm. Okay. the 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 biggest mistake I see when it comes to seventy five hard is how people speak about it when they're first starting. Mm. And I could tell from most people's mindset in the very beginning whether or not they'll finish the program or not, mm. because there's two distinct people. There's the person who says, you know, I'm going to try 75 hard. But this is the same person that tried Weight Watchers and tried this and tried that and tried all these things and none of the shit worked for him. All right. Then you got the other person that says, hey, I don't give a fuck if the world ends. I'm finishing those 75 days. Only one of those people finishes the 75 days. Okay. So the people who look at it, as some sort of weight loss thing, they tend to never finish it. It's the intention. It, 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 it's a lot more than that. It's, it's their inner dialogue and their inner belief about what they're capable of at the beginning point. And here's the thing. Most of these people self-sabotage themselves without ever knowing it every single day of their lives. And it's with the language they use when they approach an obstacle. All right? When they approach an obstacle or they approach something hard, um, they tell themselves a story as if being brave enough to uh, take on the challenge is some sort of win, Mm. all right? And that's how soft we've gotten in society, right? And you can't blame people who were given a trophy for 17th place to think that giving my best effort is somehow a win in life. It's just not, all right? There's easier ways to lose weight, period, all right? You can do half the amount of work at 75 hard and still lose fucking weight. So if you're doing it just to lose weight, um, there's easier ways. And I've said that 100% of the time from the very beginning. All right? This is not that. This is to reprogram your level of discipline so that later, not just now, later and in any point in time in the future when you need discipline, You can make the decision that I need discipline today and this needs to get done. 
and then those things get done. Because the reason most people don't ever get anywhere in life has nothing to do with oppression. It has nothing to do with fucking all the shit the media tells us. The reason most people don't get anywhere in life is because they tell themselves before they even start whatever it is they're about to start that they're probably not going to win and that giving it a good try is a fucking victory. And that's why they stay the same. Okay? So you have two different kinds of people. You have the kind of people who are looking to fix their mentality forever, which 75 Hard will fucking do. Yeah. If you do 75 Hard followed by the Live Hard program for one full year of your life, it will change you to the point where you can flip that switch back on and off at will. All right? Now, does that need to be tuned up every now and then? Yeah. It's a perishable skill. Just like shooting a pistol is a perishable skill. Just like running a fucking mile is a perishable skill. Yeah. Just like doing almost anything in life, discipline is a perishable skill. So we have to keep it tuned and we have to learn to test it. And that's what this program does. For the beginner, the person that has zero discipline, this, per this will bring a, a tremendous amount of discipline into your life, cultivate a skill set that you know uh, that you didn't know you had, and it will enhance all the skill sets that you thought you had tremendously, okay? For someone who's already had discipline in their lives at some point uh, previously, it will fine to that. It will remind you how to turn it on and off. It will remind you how to create momentum at will, and it'll give you true control over your fucking future because the only way to control your future is to control your present actions. If you're out of control of your present actions, you do have zero control over your future. But if you're making, if you're able to make every single choice that you need to make to get where it is you're wanting to go three years from now, and you have the discipline to execute on that choice, that's why we do 75 hard. Okay. So I'm tired of arguing with the fat fucking corn dog eating sloppy motherfuckers. This ain't for you. This is for elite people that want to go to the next fucking level. This is for people that don't want to be the average Joe sitting on a bar stool on fucking Tuesday afternoon at four o'clock talking about how they won the MVP back in fucking 97. Mm. Okay. This is not for them. This is not for the neighbor who sits at home on their fucking cooler uh, and talks about the newest, greatest weight loss thing while you're fat as fuck. Okay. This is not for you. Go do something else because I'm tired of these fucking motherfuckers getting in and like, failing and then blaming the program like they like bro fucker it, when is it going to be your fault right right it's your fucking fault motherfucker the whole reason your life sucks is it's your fault the reason you're fucking fat is it's your fault nobody made you fucking fat you made yourself fat over the last fucking 10 years of sneaking all the shit in your fucking mouth that you think uh you got by with because no one else saw you do it yeah Bro, listen, I don't want fucking pussies. That's what it comes down to. I want people in my network that are fucking going to do the shit right, that are committed to actual development of bulletproof fucking mental skills, and I want those people. The rest of y'all can get fucked. I'm serious. I'm tired of dealing with those people. I'm fucking tired of it. It brings nothing into my life but negativity. Y'all have been coddled so much to such a degree that there's no fucking hope for you. And I am certainly not the fucking answer for you. Okay? Now, maybe I probably am, but you're never going to get it. So just it. leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I hope that answered the question. No, it definitely did. Definitely did. There's two kinds of people in life, bro. There's kinds of people who are going to get shit done no matter what the fuck happens, no matter what's happening in the world, no matter what 
bad shit, no matter what challenges, no matter what fear, no matter what fucking hardship. Motherfucker, I have my shoulder operated on fucking 12 days ago. I was doing cardio a fucking hour afterwards. Yeah. And you're fucking can't do shit. These are same motherfuckers that DM me telling me how we're the same. <laughs> Andy, I fucking, I fucking relate so much to you. We're the same. Yeah. No, your life is a dumpster fire. My life isn't. Yeah. We are not the fucking same. I've done all the shit that you're telling yourself you should do and haven't done yet. We are not the fucking same. We're not even close to the fucking same. I have pointed out a path for you to go that route, but you want to get right to the end and be pals with me like we share some side, so, so sort of common bond. Yeah. We don't share a fucking bond. The only bond we have is how big of losers we were. And by the way, you're still there. So don't insult me with your fucking, we're just the same kind of people. Because we ain't. Hope that answers your fucking question. <laughs> it definitely does. It definitely does. Now, if you're someone who has fucking put in the work, you so paid your dues, yeah. These motherfuckers that come on the show and tell their story who have truly changed their entire lives and used to be fat fucking piece of shit losers who didn't control shit of their whole life. And then they put in the work and they develop these skills and now they're out crushing shit. You motherfuckers are a lot like me. Yeah. Yeah. But it ain't them ones say it. No, they never will. Again, think how insulting that is to me, bro. Like I'm out here. Yeah, I'm a regular fucking dude. I am just like you. And I know that if you put in the work, you could have a life just like the one you claim you want. But instead, you look me in the fucking eye and tell me how we're so similar. The fuck you looking at? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you sure as fuck ain't looking at my life. No. Because my life don't look nothing like your life. No. So let's think about what kind of insult that is. You're automatically like me, even though I've worked my fucking balls off for the last fucking however many decades to fucking be here in life. And we're the same. <laughs> and then you think I, I'm the one with the fucking ego problem when I call it out? Bro, you're delusional. And this delusion is what gas people where the fuck they are with this shit. Yeah. Fix your brain. Fix your ability to make choices. Fix your ability to have discipline on command. That's what this program does. When you realize that that's what this program does, you will fucking begin just a little bit to understand how fucking legendary the program is because it changes your ability to win in all areas of life. That's it. Yeah. So all the fucking corndog critics out there, they write little fucking hit pieces on it because they don't like my political stance right away, motherfucker, because every time you do it, I get millions of more people hearing my name. Yeah. So fucking keep talking that shit. Fucking corndogs, man. All right, question. Well, that fucking first yeah. bitch ever that wrote the fucking hit piece on it. Yeah, yeah. I go to her fucking Instagram. Her fucking first post is literally her stuffing a fucking corn dog in her fucking fat face with her fucking fat, swollen ass fucking <laughs> gross fingers. And she has the nerve to criticize me like I want to be anything fucking like you. You're goddamn right. I don't want to be like you. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck are you? I don't want, I don't even want to be in your fucking zip code, bitch. Yeah. That's how much I don't want to be like you. So when you write shit about how you don't like me, fucking right. Yeah. <laughs> We're in the same boat. Fucking job of the hut hands. The corn dog didn't look good though. No, it fucking didn't. It looked like, you know what it looked like to me? It looked like a fucking loser ass life. Yeah, that's true. It's true. <clears throat> All right. Our question number two, Andy. This is uh so do you ever think that 
the U.S., do you ever think that we're going to move away from a two-party system at all here in the U.S.? I think that if we don't, I, I think that everything that's going, I, I think that the, I think the government system is going to crumble and have to be rebuilt. Mm. That's what I think. I've come to terms with that. Mm. I think we're going to go to fucking zero and have to restart it. Mm. Like brand new constitution and everything? Or? I don't know. But I, all I know is that the corruption is so deep in every direction and there's not enough people right now in our system to stand up and do what, like, let's say what Joe Manchin just did. Yeah. Okay. There's not enough people that are, that have the courage, that have the integrity and the courageousness uh, to stand up and stand against their own party and say, you fuckers are wrong. Mm-hmm. And, and dude, you know, they, they don't want a, an actual more than two party system because they control both parties right now. And if you have a third party, and, and you have to think about this, dude, we've had American Idol, what, for 20 years? Yeah. American Idol votes live on fucking TV. Mm-hmm. Okay? So we have the technology to fucking, like, people are like, oh, we, don't, we can't keep track of all the votes. We can't this. <laughs> That's a great fucking You're a point. fucking idiot. Yeah. Yeah. People have been voting live on TV since the fucking 80s. Now, we have blockchain now, which could make it completely secure. With all the technologies there to accomplish that, a hundred percent. But until we remove the people controlling the narratives, and right now that's the media, uh, right now that's the establishment politicians, the career politicians. Uh, right now it's big tech and big big corporate America. Mm-hmm. The heads of those organizations are the ones causing all of this, and until those people are dealt with properly and actually held accountable for the crimes that they commit. Yeah. Um, we will never have a party, a, a government of integrity. You know, how can we have an integrity, an integrity, uh, a government with integrity if every single person there is on a third party payroll? Like if we have, if we have lobbies, the government the, at all, like if, if companies are allowed to put together lobby groups, that contribute financially to people while they're in office to get bills passed for their benefit. We don't live in a free country. No. We live in a country that is bought and paid for, just like every other bullshit country that's ever fucking existed. Yeah. So like the idea of the idea of freedom, the idea of our democracy, the idea of all that is fucking amazing. It's the best shit ever. It is. Yeah. I, th- I think the founding fathers were fucking geniuses. They were a hundred percent. And the problem isn't uh, systematic racism. Mm-mm. It's not, uh, you know, white supremacy. It's not the white colonizers. It's not all this shit. They're, it's them. The ones telling you this shit, that's who the fuck it is. Right. Okay. And if you can't understand at this point that the only way these people hang on to power is by convincing myself and you, uh, people that look like me and people that look like you, the to fucking hate each yep. other. Yep. Uh, they can get along doing whatever they're doing. And by the way, they're having a great time. They laugh at us. They make fun of us. They're out on the golf course fucking making jokes at our expense, how stupid we fucking are. Mm-hmm. And they're getting their pockets lined. Mm-hmm. That's truth. Completely unaffected. Yeah. But yet you, but, but there's people that are listening to this show that will still back these people as if they're good people. They're not good people. And they don't represent the interests of this country. And I personally believe 
that the last two years have exposed that to the degree where we might be able to take the country back through democratic process, which is what I've always sort of believed. Yeah. Um, where, and we'll find out in 2022, right? Right. Uh, how many actual real Americans got involved? How many actual real Americans that are not career politicians that are willing to stand up for what's right are, are actually getting in and making change? And they make all these people sound crazy. Like, you know, like uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene or, mm-hmm. you know, whoever comes up that they- Challenges the narrative. Yeah, that, yeah. That, will, that will stand on their own fucking, and, and, and not just stand on their own party side, but stand on the side of what's right, mm-hmm. not what the party line says what's right. Until those people get into office and we have some real disagreements uh, and people willing to stand back up for what the fuck they believe, the democracy will not revive itself. Now, do I think we're so far gone to where I literally think it's going to have to be torn down? I don't know. I mean, bro, I, I haven't said that the whole time, but like, dude, it, like we're getting to the point where they're threatening the, the population on TV. Right. Right. Other governments like uh, Canada, you just heard fucking, uh, I posted a clip in my story yesterday of Trudeau saying, uh, hey, we know this goes along with, goes against the, uh, the, our constitution. Our right to freedoms. Our, yeah, but you know what? We're the majority and we have the right to rule over the minority. Except- and We're going to do it anyway. Yeah, and we're going to do it regardless of what the charter says. Yeah. And by the way, you're not the majority, you fuck. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole fucking problem to their whole narrative. Right. The reason their narrative isn't working is because they're not the majority. If they were the majority, this shit would all be done by now, don't you think? Right. Do you think they'd be dragging it on for three fucking years if it were fucking, if they were the majority? Look what they've done in Australia. Look what they've done in countries where they're not afraid to be author- uh, 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 authoritarian and military state. Mm-hmm. They just roll in and crack fucking skulls and this shit's done. Right, I get people in my DMs in Australia every day that are fucking terrified to speak up. And you know what I tell them? I say you should be. You should be afraid to speak up. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. See, here in America, we can still speak up for now. Yeah. Yeah. But these motherfuckers that listen to the show that are all you know openly patriotic, but secretly when it comes to the time to fucking to the, hold the line, they won't hold it. Those people are ruining this country right now. The people who are fucking, oh yeah, freedom, up, and not saying shit, not doing shit, not addressing that problem that's right in their fucking face that they know is a big problem. Yeah. But they're too afraid. You people are ruining shit. So no, it's on you. Yeah. The silent majority, those people, the people who don't get get involved in in politics, it's on you. What's happening right now? Yeah, 100%. It's going to affect you at your doorstep real soon. When they're talking about like how how long till Biden's on TV saying that same shit that fucking Trudeau said? We'll, we'll see what he says today. Well, I'm just saying. He's supposed to be back on a big announcement today, so we'll see. <clears throat> All right, our third and final question for you, Andy. So speaking about freedom, I mean, dude, do you think that, that yeah. anybody read that fucking warning? See, here's a whole nother fucking topic, a whole nother rabbit hole to think about. You know, did does anybody wonder who like? You saw that clip with Charlemagne and, uh, and Kamala, yeah. and Kamala, right? Yeah. And Charlemagne says, uh, he's like, hey, so is Joe Biden running the White House or is Joe Manchin running the White House? And uh, Kamala's staffer, okay, mm-hmm. her fucking staffer jumps on a Skype call and says, oh, we got to go. I'm sorry, Charlemagne. It's time to go. And, and he's like laughing. He's like, <laughs> and, and 
he's like, you know, they go back and forth. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Oh, we're losing feed now. Yeah, and then he goes, and he laughs. He looks over at his team and he goes, they're acting like they don't fucking hear me. Yeah. And Kamala gets, you know, all fucking pissed off mm-hmm. and is like, my name is Kamala Harris and I am the president. You're talking like these Republicans. <laughs> uh, you just let a fucking, what, $50,000 a year fucking staffer yeah. interrupt your interview and stop the fucking interview. Yeah. Jump in and scream at the guy doing your interview. Does that really say that you're actually running shit? The fact that you have to point your finger. That should and, be the headline. The yeah. fact that you have to point your finger and get all mad black women on this fucking dude. Yeah. Because he asked you a question. Does that say that you're in control? What does right. that say? No, it says you're completely right. out of control. Nobody respects And she her. knows it. Nobody, re- Dude, if I'm a woman and that's the first president, I'm fucking so embarrassed. <laughs> it's so embarrassing. Yeah, it is. It's so embarrassing. And remember all the women at, when this all happened? Our first woman president. Our first woman this. Our, fuck, it's going to be another 200 years, motherfuckers. <laughs> she just said, y'all back, man. <laughs> it's the truth. It shows you. Like, you shouldn't let, you shouldn't let the, don't put people in office just because they're a man or a woman or they're this or that or the, dude, their own crazy ass party can't even trust her to fucking do anything. Right. They got her running around doing feel good fucking stories about electric cars and shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, this is the fucking person with the keys to the fucking car if if fucking Joe kicks it. Think about that, bro. It's dangerous. It's beyond dangerous. All right. Our third and final question for you, Andy. So so talking about freedom, okay? What is your... Well, this all goes back to, bro, this last question. It all depends, dude. Like, you, did you hear Biden come out last week and fucking say, oh, Republicans in 2022 are in for big surprise. They're going to end for a problem. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you saw that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Well, no, I'm just saying, like, if they cheat the election and they all win the election, then... It's a totally different story. Yeah. You know, like it's going to have to be done by force. Yeah. It'll have to be done. Yeah. And, and like I said on the, on the last show, they're painting themselves in a corner because they're not the majority. If they were the majority, bro, we wouldn't see fucking hundreds of thousands of people at fucking college football chanting, fuck Joe Biden. Right. Even when Trump was at his most hated, if you would have said that in public, you got your fucking ass beat. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really, really good point, man. Okay, we go through the the coronavirus disease has a 99.98 survival rate across the board. Across the board. That's if you get it. Mm -hmm. That's if you get it. So if you get it, you have a 99.8% chance of survival at any age range, at any condition. And this is what, what they're fucking running on. This is what this whole last two years has been about. Bro, we need people with common sense. Yeah. Not these half-ass pussy fucks on fucking TV. And dude, we got these people who have the fucking voice need to quit fucking bending over for these fucking people. They're perpetuating it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, oh, I believe in the vax. Like Trump yesterday, bro. Trump came out yesterday and fucking said, oh, dude, you know what? Uh, the vaccine was a great thing and fucking bro. You listen, Donald Trump, you are so out of touch with what people feel about this. You need to stop that shit immediately because I can tell you for sure. If you get somebody that runs against you, that doesn't have that chance in 2020, you will fucking lose off of that. Yeah. 
Just that alone. That one thing. Yep. He's so wrong. His fucking advisors are so wrong. They're telling people all of this fucking shit. This motherfucker's on TV talking about pro pro vaccine. How like his ego won't let him de- detach from it. Like he wants to claim that he did that, right? Right. And like, dude, I don't care who did it. It is done in a year. I don't care if Jesus did it. Right. It takes ten years to do those I, things. I don't want it. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So nobody thinks you're that great, Donald Trump. Like even your most fucking kiss ass fucking motherfuckers. Nobody cares. It, it was in development for less than a year. The whole thing smells fishy as fuck to anybody with common sense. Yep. And then you got him in fucking August talking about uh, how the, the the booster shots were a money-making operation. And then, you just say, then he just says yesterday that he got the booster. Right. Now, the man's 70 years old. He falls into the risk category because he's overweight. I don't have a problem with anything he decides to do or anything anybody decides to do. Yeah. But quit trying to sell us this lie, dude. Yeah, because we ain't taking it. <laughs> no. Yeah. He'll lose the election with that stance. Mark my fucking words. I said it on this show. Write that shit down. He'll lose if he rides with that stance. He'll fucking lose. Legitimately lose. He'll, lo- he'll lose. <laughs> not, not because they cheated. He'll lose, to a, he'll lose to another populace. Another populace will rise up in a, in a fucking independent category and beat him on that. Or they'll beat him out of the traditional Republican Party. Bro, people are tired of the medical tyranny, dude. All right, so our third and final uh, question for you, Andy. What's, what is your definition of true financial freedom? Being able to do whatever the fuck you want at any time you want with whoever the fuck you want and nobody can say shit about it. That's true financial freedom. Mm. Like if I want to go today, I want to go buy a fucking airplane, I buy an airplane. Say, hey, DJ, you want to go buy an airplane today? Yeah, let's go do it. Yeah. We're going to fly to fucking Japan? Yeah. Okay. That's freedom. Mm. Right? And see, here's the thing. Most people can get to a financial freedom on far less money than they think. You know, a lot of people, and this is going to, some people are going to take this, the lazy fuckers that listen, you're going to take this and ride it and you're going to be broke your whole life. Successful people, you should probably forget that I even said this, but it's the truth. Mm. Most people can be happy on way less money than what they think they, ha- they had to have to be happy. Because there's only certain levels of enjoyment. Um, like, bro, I've been everywhere. I've been from the bottom level to what is damn near the top level. I mean, there's really nothing I can't do. Like, I couldn't go buy Amazon, right? Right. But my shit that, like, the shit I can't do is a lot shorter than the shit I can do. Mm. That list, you know what I'm saying? That's real. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I mean, there might be, like, five things on that I can't do shit list. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe maybe 10. But that, shit, that, that list gets low, shorter every fucking year. Every day. You know? Every day. So... <clears throat> But I can tell you this, and take this uh, how you want to take it, okay? To get to that point, I've had to sacrifice fucking everything in my life, all right? I've had to sacrifice almost every social event. Uh, I don't travel. I don't go on vacations. Uh, I I, I stay extremely disciplined in my fucking routine. I have for a long, long time. Even when I was fat, I was still disciplined about my work, Mm. okay? Um, I've paid a lot for that life. Okay, now you can do the same, but I'm just telling you, I'm a pretty smart fucking dude and it took everything I got to get to this point. And for me to go where I'm going, I'm perfectly okay paying that price to get there. And that's what people don't understand. You have to understand what it's worth to you. Okay, I know what my calling is here on this planet. 
And I'm willing to pay the price I need to to be to that point. That's just it. It's yeah. not just be a rich guy. Uh, all, I'm already rich. I've been rich for a long time. My existence will actually mean something on this planet. Okay? And I have a plan to do so. And I'm going to do that plan. But for, for let's just say the person out there who, who you're highly discouraged because you see people who are making, you know, you, they're making a million dollars a year, right? Or, or let's just say if you're making a million, they're making a hundred million. You can't, and it's discouraging because you're like, fuck. Yeah. Like I can't keep up. It's not your job to keep up. It's your job to become the best version of what you can be and enjoy your life. And so financial freedom is actually a lot, requires a lot less than what most people think that it does. And I could tell you, I could tell you the main thing that made me realize I was at a point of where I would consider myself financially free. And it's when I could go to dinner and this sounds stupid as fuck. Like mm. people don't, uh, when I, cause when you're broke, dude, you know, like y'all know what it's like to look through a menu, right? Yeah. And like, look through and say like, all right, like be on a date with a chick and you only got 50 bucks. Right. right and right. you know, both meals are fucking 30 and you're trying to figure out how the fuck do you eat less so that she can get what she wants. So you don't look like a broke ass and like you fake a stomach ache or some shit, right? Right, right? Like everybody who's ever been truly broke, like, you know, that little game I'm talking about. I'll take water. Right. Exactly. With lemon. Or like, dude, I look, I ate earlier. I don't feel that great. Yeah, yeah, you eat. We'll fucking hang yeah. out later. Whatever. Everybody who's truly been broke understands that. Mm -hmm. So, and, and honestly, dude, like if somebody doesn't understand that they've never been actually broke. Nah. And there's a lot of motherfuckers out there that you can find out how broke they are just by getting them to tell you stories about their past. 100%. They don't fucking know shit. They don't know shit. Most of these motherfuckers out there telling you about all the shit they know, they don't know fucking shit about being actually broke. <laughs> I, I was so broke, I could only it, order two appetizers. Yeah, exactly. Like, get the fuck out of here, man. So anyhow. <laughs> I'm making my own lemonade uh, over here. <laughs> when I got to the point where I could go to dinner with anybody I wanted, uh, anywhere I wanted, no matter if it was five people or 35 people or 50 people and I could float the bill and I wasn't worried about it, that was a big deal for me. I felt tremendous amounts of relief, of pressure on my life when I got to that level. Yeah. And like- That doesn't require $100 billion. No, it doesn't. And, and the thing is, is like, you, you can feel very wealthy if you know how to manage money properly and understand that your life is an experience. It's not about things. Like people mistake my car collection thinking that it's about things, but you could spend one day with me and understand that it ain't about things. No, because I could tell you every fucking intricacy of every motherfucking one of those cars when it comes to the experience that they provide. I might not know how many millimeters the fucking lug nuts are, right? but I can describe to you in great detail the emotional experience that each car provides and they're all different. Yeah. Okay. They're all different. Every single motherfucking car I have provides a completely different experience in some way or another. And that's a hobby that I am fortunate enough to be able to afford. So I do it yeah. because it gives me pleasure. Okay. But it ain't about the owning the things. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like it's not about the things. Now having things as motivators is a fucking huge deal. And like having things is fucking cool, bro. It's a lot cooler than not having it. Yeah. Okay. Real. But really what it is, I'll tell you what's really cool. What's really cool is having the ability to do anything you want and not really want to change anything. That's the fucking win. Mm. Okay. So people, people come to me and they're like, why don't you go on more trips or why don't you do this? Well, why don't you ask yourself 
since I have the ability to do all these things, why I don't do them? Because you'll find your answer. Yeah. And your answer will be this. I enjoy the fucking fight. I enjoy the fucking struggle. I enjoy the grind. I enjoy coming to work here. I enjoy every little fucking facet of my life because I built it that way and that's how I like it. Right. So it's not that I'm, like you think, people think there's something wrong with me. Yeah. <laughs> no. I would take that as an indicator that you probably should just stay out of my way in business because I enjoy that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 So that, that's, that's how I see it, dude. That's fucking real. Yeah. Well, man, that's three. So go pay the fee, guys. Yeah. So, yeah. So if you guys like the show, if it brought you value, if it made you think, if it taught you something, uh, share the show. You know, we've had a really good following. Guys, I'm starting to do almost all my content on these shows. I'm not really fucking with Instagram or social media anymore uh, because they, it's not a fair platform. And the minute this doesn't become fair, we'll be uploading all my own shit on my new platform. So... You know, I'm all about free speech. I'm not going to go on. I'm not an idiot. I'm not going to go on other platforms and get myself kicked off the platform because, you know, I can't control it right now. So this is where you're going to hear my shit. Um, we're doing daily shows for the most part, about five shows a week. Uh, you know, we've been able to have a number one, number two, number three ranked show for fucking seven years straight. You know, it's all on word of mouth. So I appreciate you guys sharing it. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, don't forget, like, don't, don't become like everybody else in the world and think everybody else is doing it because that we get that way sometimes with our audience. Everybody thinks, oh man, everybody's sharing a shot. I need to share it. Yeah. Yeah. But dude, we're trying to like change shit. You know, right. you know what I'm saying? Like right. there's a big mission to what we're doing here. And it's a lot more than just doing a fucking show for fun. And you'll, you'll all see what the fuck's going to happen. But you know, share the show. Sleeping on the floor, now my jewelry box froze Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove, counted millions in the cold Bad bitch, booted swole, got her on bankroll Can't fold, does a no, headshot, case closed, closed.